Hello and welcome back to the Creative Collective podcast. Thank you for listening. Today I'm going solo, it's Julia here, and I will be talking about my experience with the Brit School and the Brit School for Performing Arts and Technology, what it's like studying there, what the Brit School is for those of you that won't know, and how it has made a greater impact on the industry as we know it. So just some history behind it all. Um, It was founded in 1992 it's in the london borough of croydon it's free to attend it's a government funded school Um, however the biggest support are the sponsors such as um, the british record industry trust which is um, the people that run brit awards um, and every year um, the brit school receives support from the brit awards from the brit foundation um, to enable individuals like me to keep studying at the brit school It is one of the three um, only free schools in the country to to be free to attend, which is incredible coming back from, uh, you know, a low income family to be able to go to a free school to study the arts. You know, this is this was kind of the greatest thing to have ever happened to me. I would have still continued with drama, with kind of performing arts, but I don't think I would have reached the kind of networking scale that I have now. So I was on the musical theatre course at the Brit School from the ages of 16 to 18. And now from the ages of 18 to 19, I have been on the bridge course, which is sponsored by Andrew Lloyd Webber. Andrew Lloyd Webber gave £1.5 million to the Brit School to make this course available for um, musical theatre and theatre students um, exclusively to the Brit School so that it supported its students into the transition between sixth form college to university. Art universities drama schools vocational study are a tough cookie it's awful to get into um i say awful because about five thousand people apply and only 20 get on the course it is hard so as you can imagine it's incredibly great that we have a course like the bridge course which i'm just graduating from to attend right now i'm done with that course um i've got work up i was involved in an audio drama called a threshold with other brit students so please check out the brit school instagram um or on my instagram my private one at juliahoo.x for information on how to access that i'm sure most of the people who are listening to this are from brit so you know where to check it out now i will be uh, talking a bit more about my actual brit school experience um and how i found it there what it meant to me to go there and and kind of my journey of progress at the school. I know a lot of people do YouTube videos like this. Um, obviously this is not a YouTube video, but this is another format. I wanted my voice out there. I wanted to say um, what the Brit School means to me, how I experienced it through my shoes. And um, I hope it gives other people the chance to collaborate with me, talk to me about their experience. Just adding this in there, many don't know that the Brit School operates nine courses, or maybe it's 11 now. Um, And I'm sure that will be expanding um, if we continue having sponsors and support, financial support and donations. However, the Brit School doesn't just, you know, do the singing, the the music, the musical theatre and the theatre. It does lighting, it does set, it does costume, it does visual arts, um, 
you know, the list goes on. You can do makeup as a course, as a pathway course um, when you're at sixth form. So pathway courses are a thing. The Brit School still operates um, as a normal secondary school in the way that it gives uh, you have a GCSE when you leave so it does maths it does English it does all of those I took English literature as an A-level and I really enjoyed it I found it a great help with my drama studies um, the analysis the plethora of texts to get through aided me in my script learning but back to the performing arts um, type of thing because we are creative collective we are talking about the creative part of this now going into the brit school if we're talking about on a personal level i found this school through my sing teacher so i was in a normal secondary school um it didn't really have like a really well-funded um, art department there were a lot of cut maids um and obviously music wasn't compulsory drama obviously wasn't compulsory but i took those and i did them and i ran with it and my singing teacher kind of recommended the Brit School to me and said I'd have a shot. So I auditioned, thankfully got in because it's kind of really where I wanted to be. The Brit School, going to the open day and just seeing around the school in my audition days was a huge shock to me. Seeing things like lovers love posters on the walls and, you know, cartoons, same sex individuals kissing, rainbows on you know in the corridor in the hallway really liberating pieces of artwork that something so simple just made me feel like okay this is this school praises you for for being your authentic self i want to be part of this i came to the brit school with the assumption that i will be able to flourish and become the artist i want to be one of the first things um, my Brit teachers, they made us do was write, say like your voice, draw your voice now, draw your voice in the hopes of, you know, when you finish what it will look like. Activities such as this were at the core of me growing as a person mainly because, you know, 16 to 18, they're still your teen years, you know, I'm still kind of developing and growing, but what better place to do it at than the Brit School. Um, in terms of how far it is, I'm based in Northwest. The Brit School is in South. So I was doing about one and a half hours one way um, journeys. So a lot of books, a lot of uh, Netflix on the train, a lot of doing my makeup on the train with people watching. It was really funny, but in a way self-liberating also. I was late so many times. I got shit from my tutors. It was bad, but I was there. I did the work. I left with a distinction. I was happy with how I did. I left with incredible friends. That's one thing about the Brit School. The friends you make, the, the way you work as a company and the way you bond. Yes, you have your scraps and yes, you have the people you don't like. And yes, you have the big personalities, but you have that everywhere. But the friends that you trust and can find in and talk, I'm so grateful for that. That was one thing. You're a group of 75. You're one out of 75. And 25 of those people have already done two years of Brit because of their 14 to 16 year, 10, 11. So you're, you know, I'm one of 75 people who love performing. All of these people had something to bring to the table. 
now this has caused you know this causes kind of a lot of self-reflection because when you come from a secondary school which you're kind of maybe one of five that does singing and you're known as the singer and you're known as the performer and you're known as the girl who goes up and sings and does the shows it's a shock to your system where you're thrown into this environment but soon you realize that the support of others there is no rivalry there is just supporting each other trying to be better and there you know even though there's 80,000 performers in the country there's 4,000 jobs and yes Brit is career focused but you kind of need to take yourself back and remind yourself that um, you are there to study, you are there to train, you are not yet the finished product. And this is something that we should have been reminded more often, um, that you're not a professional yet. And I think it would have saved me a lot of um, disappointing myself because there was a lot of pressure I placed on myself because I wanted to please my teachers. But in the end, it doesn't really matter because you need to be happy and healthy and sleeping, which I didn't do enough of. However, I learned to kind of manage this. I learned to just create some boundaries and do what's best for me. Not entertain the people I didn't like, not entertain the people that didn't that rubbed me the wrong way. There were a lot of people at Brit who, yes, there's big personalities, that's totally normal, but people who will kind of step in your light a little bit when it's your go or um, you know, talk about you, gossip and all of this and partying and drugs. And it gets a bit messy, you know, you're a teenager, you're doing all these things, you're trying out all these new things and you just have to kind of reflect, go back to where you came from, go back to your roots, go back to why you wanted to do this. Um, have some soul food, you know, sing a little bit. <laughs> Remind yourself, it's so cringy, it is, but it's art, like, you you do what serves you um, and serving me at the time had to be listening to my own self, my own voice, not actually listening to my own voice, but you know, my inner monologue. And it those two years, well, three years now, have been the most rewarding years of my life. The amount of opportunities you receive, for example, some of those were performing to George Ezra. He came and did a mental health assembly and he was a sponsor and he was helping us spread kind of, well, he was spreading awareness. He talked to us, you know, about mental health in the creative arts. That's just one example. Me and a few mates um, put together and we sang at the Gherking for a MasterCard event, again, to further kind of pursue the support from a place like MasterCard if they could support us, you know we'd be set for a few years. So we did that, we sang for them, um, a piece from The Greatest Showman. And again, rehearsing for that and doing that was one of the best experiences. We got to have dinner. We, you know, bonded further as a collective. Not only that, but Brit has a theater. It has two theaters. We got to do performances. They were called FMP ones first major production. And we did an FMP 2 as well. Again, you bond with your company. You do it with 75 people for the first one. For the second one, you do it in a group of about 25 people. I'm going to be talking about my second major production in which we did an all-female cast, Jesus Christ Superstar by Andrew Lloyd Webber. Now, this was an incredible experience. Not only to be one of 25 girls and how liberating it was putting a man's words into into a woman's takeover it was incredible i played mary magdalene and also ensemble because we were double cast and i mean the process of 
molding pieces together. Of course, we had a choreographer. Of course, we had a musical director and a director. To be able to, at 17, 18, play that part and be guided through and then perform in a theatre, I am going to be eternally grateful for that. And so much learning experience from my gorgeous, gorgeous castmates. And that support really goes far. And especially if we're talking about feminism, if we're talking about, you know, giving women voices, that was just a small part of the way that Brit kind of supports young females or young um, female identifying individuals. This was kind of a history at Brit. They'd never have done it with a musical. This was kind of a really big risk and they did it and we sold tickets, we sold out. We had standing ovations every night. This was honestly, truly my highlight of going to the Brit school. Just to round this off, um, I did just want to leave this open-ended. So if you're interested more about the Brit school, if you want to drop me a message on our uh, Instagram at Creative Collective Pod or our, uh, our Twitter at create underscore underscore collect, then we will be in touch. Um, if you're going to the Brit school, if you found this and you want to know more about it, let me know. I can make another uh, episode. I can go kind of into detail of into what the musical theatre course actually entails and uh, because I kind of just have focused on my personal journey and not talked about what we did in the course so that might be something that people are interested in let me know I have also uh, finished Mount View I did a part-time musical theatre foundation course there um, which ended uh, abruptly because of COVID-19 so let me know if you want a, uh, an episode on that that will be kind of a bit more juicy it's a little bit it's definitely got some more fuel behind it I've definitely got more um, more opinions of the critiquing side of Mount View however I'm still grateful for being there for studying there for letting me experience what I experienced and then I can move on right now I'm going to be on a gap year that's going to be exciting I'm going to be working I'm going to be doing projects and um, if you want to see what I'm up to, follow me on my Instagram at juliahoo.x. And yeah, it's a scary time. I could also do an episode on, on a gap year because I know some of my friends are also in that boat. So, you know, we're in it together. But um, again, let me know if that's something you'd want to hear more about. If you're listening to this, you're probably a creative person. But I think it's the importance of reminding people outside of creative fields how important creative industries are you know with covid right now we just received 1.57 billion pounds to restructure the creative sector that involves music theater and dance um, however that took a lot of plea that took a lot of artists writing a lot of freelancers you know having their jobs taken away from them and writing to mps like i did fighting for our sector for our industry to still keep going Theatre for me isn't just going to see a show. This is a culture. Theatre stems in activism. Theatre stems in being political. Yes, we can use it for escapism. Yes, we can go and see a pantomime and laugh with our kids. However, we must remember that at the core of making theatre lie the most oppressed who need a voice. At the core of theatre is black women, black people, is disabled people, is less abled people, is people suffering from bad mental health is people suffering from invisible illness are people who are continuously oppressed by the system 
this is why we need theatre because yes we go and see it for the fun of it but how much of theatre has a really in-depth message and I'm talking about face-to-face theatre I'm talking about live theatre um this is what I'm focusing on because this is what I want to do and I strongly believe that theatre is made for a reason um and to say that you know this is not an important necessity it has been around for thousands of years this is how we communicate this is how we tell stories beyond our verbal conversations this has to keep living and we have a duty as creative individuals to keep industries like the theatre going and thankfully it will be um and not just the culture side but the economy side if we look at the creative industry and the actual economic contribution to the arts it is 248.5 billion this was in 2016 um now this is more than so i'm not saying the premier league is less important we love football but this is something that brings more money than football uh, brings more money than some businesses even this is an investment this is a way of culture a way of life uh, the fact i mean we can make a whole episode about the covid relations to the creative industries and the fact that pubs are open and we can go and have a pint but we can't watch a show but i work in a bar and i can tell you for sure that people cannot adhere to full social distancing like you would in a theater in a theater you could do that you can take chairs out it's been tested it's been proven so i mean just a food for thought treat yourself to some theater when it's open don't get a refund on your tickets don't get a refund on the tickets let that theater have that money donate to theaters watch national theater has been doing you know a stay at home campaign i've been catching up on some of that we are getting free theater donate some money write to your mps still make sure you support creatives like you support film um like you support you know your local businesses this is an important thing um and support the brit school rounding it off support the brit school donate to the brit school talk about the brit school and lastly again let's start a conversation let me know i am well i am julia who.x on instagram but creative collective pod on instagram and at create underscore underscore collect on Twitter. So thank you so much for listening to my first solo episode. Louie, I miss you. (laughs) But um, it's been great talking about this. Um, And yeah, you'll hear from me soon.